Hi, friends. Welcome back to Your Age is Not Your Cage with Carla Allen. Can you believe that it is 2024? Happy New Year. I took a little, little break from podcasting. And I'm so excited to be back with my first guest, who, yes, is, is an amazing guest, like I, I usually say, because all my guests are amazing. But this one is super special because I have on my daughter today, who is sitting next to me because she's home from college. And so I have Mary Grace Allen here with me, and I want to uh, introduce her to you, welcome her to the podcast, and get started so we can share um, some questions and answers we have from listeners that want to know more about our mother-daughter relationship. So hi, Mary Grace. Hello. (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. I know. This is so fun. We've been trying to do this for a long time. For so long. And we attempted it last summer and technical difficulty stopped us. And so here we are trying again. So we are so excited to finally get this going. Okay, so first things first, I want you to introduce yourself to the listeners so they can get to know just a little bit about you before we get started. Yeah, well, hello. My name is Mary Grace. I also go by MG and a a variety of other... (laughs) Mary, uh, sis, sissy. Yeah, all things. Uh Um, But yeah, my name is Mary Grace. And um, yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I am 20 years old. I am a current college student at... Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia. I am majoring in business with a focus in nonprofit management, and I'm also minoring in women's ministry. I, like my mom, am very passionate about women and women knowing their identity in the Lord. Um, I am a firm follower of Jesus. He has saved my life and redeemed me, and um, I think that's the most important thing that anyone should know about me. Um, But yeah, I'm also just really passionate about travel. Um, I took a gap year right after I graduated high school and did missions for nine months. And I have some really exciting plans in nine days. I'll be leaving for Rome to study abroad. Um, So yeah, I love traveling. I love being creative. I love having fun. I love a good dance party. (laughs) Um, Especially with her mom. Especially with my mom, um, (laughs) which we'll talk about later. Yes. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for having me. Oh, okay. Well, so fun because there's so much to unpack with with even just her background in history that would take a, a few podcasts to get through. But she truly is, and not just because she's my daughter. She's truly incredible. And um, we just wanted to do something. I put it out there on Instagram uh, for us to get some questions from uh people out there that wanted to just know anything about our mother-daughter relationship that could maybe pour into them and help them in any way. So thank you everyone for sending questions in. We got so many and we have um, picked out some because we just can't get to all of them, but maybe that means there'll be a part two somewhere down the road. Um, But we did grab some of the questions out of here. And so without further ado, how about we get started and answer some of these questions? Let's do it. Um, let me think where I want to start here. I think just so I don't have to go first so much so oh, that I'm going to pass the buck to you. Um, let's talk about um, let's talk about 
you leaving for Rome, since you just mentioned that, it's in nine days. Um, I want you to talk about first about about the trip, and then we'll talk about the question was, um, what are the feelings about Mary Grace leaving for Rome? And then as her parents, are we worried? And are prayers the answers to releasing control? Um, so you go, you go first. Yeah. So feelings about leaving for Rome, I mean, just like any really big decision um, and experience, it's mixed feelings all around. Sometimes it's nerves, sometimes it's excitement, sometimes it's anxiety, it's all the things. Um, and I think that ultimately it's just leaning into the Lord and praying over this experience and getting excited and just dreaming. And um, this has been a dream of mine and something that has been really highlighted to me is just the practice of gratitude and being really grateful for all of the experiences um, in my life that I get to do um, and not ever feeling entitled to anything, but always sitting in just gratefulness of, wow, Lord, like, thank you that I get to be here. So that's really my main feeling right now, holding on to that and just soaking up my time at home with my family and my people and um, time in the States. I'm about to be gone for four months, so enjoying America. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and in as, as her parents and the question asking if we're worried and our prayers, the answer to releasing control. And I feel like I have to back up a little bit with all of this because prior to um, all of this, Mary Grace has already been at college for what, a year, right? Yeah, a year and a half now. Yeah. And then prior to that, she took a gap year, which took her... Um, to three different countries in nine months. So I think I had to do a lot of my um, praying and releasing control when she took her gap year at 18 years old to go to these um, foreign countries. And so I think during that time is what really taught me about just giving it to the Lord and, and, and praying continually, which is what I did, because I knew if I tried to control it, or if I just tried to hang on or really be super, um, what's the word? Uh, what's the word for parent? helicopter parent? Mm -hmm. or, or just constantly um, focused on it. And is she safe? And not that I never thought about those things, because of course you do. Uh, but I felt so much peace while she was gone. And of course it helped. She was surrounded by about 40 people and leaders. And I knew she was in good care, but most of all, I knew that God had ordained this for her. Um, he had set this before her and I knew this was the plan for her. So there was so much peace in that, in everything, because that could be a whole separate podcast on, on her, on her trip and her gap year, because the lessons learned and the ways she grew are just unbelievable during that time. So with her going to Rome almost feels like a piece of cake <laughs> compared to that. Um, and, and then releasing you off to college and now off to Rome, it's more of an excitement, like you said, and just this gift that you get to do it because 
when Mary Grace started talking about it, um, my husband and I were saying, this is an opportunity of a lifetime to take. Mm -hmm. And if it's something you can do, then let's pursue it and talk about it and pray about it. And so with that said, there's a lot of prayer that still wraps around it and always will be. And that's what gets us through is just fully releasing her to the Lord and the plans that he has for her, praying that wherever she goes, she would be a light to those that need it, that she would be fully surrounded, angels of protection around her at all times, and that he would just do a mighty work in her while she's while she's over in Rome. And um, that that is pretty much how we um, handle it. Of course, there's the feelings of missing her and before we had to go six months before we saw her in South Africa. Um, so, you know, I try and look at it. Okay, this is not as long. And um, and so it's, uh, you know, thank God for technology to be able to FaceTime and, and do things where, where we will be able to communicate and stay in touch and see each other. And I'm just so excited to see Rome through her eyes. Yeah. And going off of that, like, I would say something that was so impactful to me um, as a daughter was um, you really did such a good job of telling me, you know, like, wherever the Lord calls you, like, be obedient to that and go there. Like, that's ultimately, like, as parents, what y'all wanted for us. And um, that that makes such a huge impact on your kids. Um and really strengthened my relationship with the Lord and really allowed me to sit and pray over things and um, really seek where the Lord wants me. Um, when your parents are telling you, um, you know, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this, like it can get really overwhelming because that's, you know, what we hear daily from the world of all the things that you should do. Um, but having parents point you back to the Lord to ask him, like, Lord, like, what should I do? Like, yeah. what, what do you say I should do? Um, I think that is something when it comes to like releasing control and everything. Um, I'm really thankful that I have parents that um, release their control to the Lord and um, allow him to guide me and lead me. And um, as a mom, you've just walked in that really, really well. Oh, thank you. That's, and it's not always easy. So, um, you know, as, as the, our listeners are hearing this. It doesn't mean that it's always easy, but it's something that when you do it, you feel such a peace in it. And that's when you know, okay, um, he's got her and all is good. Um, okay, so let's, uh, let's move on to the next question and let's talk about, um, let's see, how about, um, what do we feel like we teach each other? Mm. Um, and you know you're first. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm up for it. Um, all right. Teach each other. I mean, the first thing that came to my mind was your killer dance moves. Oh, she cannot get enough um, of my dance moves. I have gotten moves. all of my dance moves from her. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And shout out to her brother, Jake, who is the editor of this podcast. He also can credit his dance mm -hmm. moves to 
to yeah, me. We're just a really <laughs> talented family in that area. Yes. And if you've ever um, seen my dance moves, you will understand um, that she is totally not being truthful right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's beautiful in her own way. <laughs> it is because I just don't care and I have fun. So that's just what it is. And that's you know? what it's all about. That's, yeah. 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 Okay. What do I teach you other than your epic dance moves? Other than that, um, <laughs> I think one of the biggest things that you have taught me is selflessness. And um, you are one of the most, if not the most, selfless person I've ever met. Mm. Um, you, it's just so beautiful, like even down to like our dogs. <laughs> like you care for our dogs with your whole heart. <laughs> and um, you but, just- I mean, even if the listeners saw Waylon and Boone, they would get that. They would understand. And oh, every yeah. now and then I do put that on Instagram. So if they saw them, they would understand. Spoiled rotten. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, even down to like the dogs and like the small things of the day, um, you look outward instead of inward of how can I serve other people and how can I... Um, speak into other people and share the things that I've been gifted to other people. And, um, you like, ever since I was little, I've just admired that of how selfless you are and all the things that you willingly give up, um, to love your family well. And, um, you've taught me a lot about what that looks like. And, um, another thing that you have really taught me, that's kind of a little bit more specific that you did a podcast on was, um, caring for your parents in their mm. old age. And, um, if you don't know, we recently walked through a really challenging season with my papa passing away and, um, watching you and dad, um, care for him and Grammy. And, um, it was so beautiful to see the, again, that selflessness shine through, um, and the way that you gave up a lot of time and sleep and energy mm. and, you know, um, just a lot of things that you gave up to care for them and love them well. Um, it was really, really beautiful and um, really taught me of how I want to love you. Yes, <laughs> <And> please. <laughs> as you age, even yes. though your take, age is not your cage. <laughs> that's right. But please take care of me if I need it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could, uh, there's a never ending list of all the things that she has taught me, but, um, those are just a few. Um, well, and I think the, and a lot of the moms out there will understand is that, cause I'm not going to say I've always been that way for sure. There was a time in my life I, I felt very selfish and, but as a mom, it's amazing how God just turns it around for you that it's, it's, other people's needs before your own. It's just almost an automatic. Um, and yes, down to my dogs. Um, <laughs> it's just, it. I guess I don't really even notice it. It's just natural. It's what I want to do. It's something I feel like the Lord has, has definitely put on my heart and gifted me with. Um, and then, yes, caring for parents. Of course, that was a new season for me, something I've never had to do. And one of the hardest most difficult seasons of my life and I wouldn't change it and um caring for your your parent as they're dying is um it's it's something that nobody could ever explain and I wouldn't trade those moments of of being there um you know while my dad was was sick and and I will hold those memories close forever so 
Um, with that said, uh, the things I would say, the biggest things that you teach me are, for one, you have a softness and a gentleness about you that I don't necessarily have. And it's even obvious when we record a podcast, I'm just louder, <laughs> I'm bolder, I'm, di- I'm just, yeah, kind of out there and you're soft and gentle and sweet. Although she can be loud and obnoxious. But, oh, totally. Um, I have my moments. Yes. <laughs> but for the most part, just that it's something that I have aspired to be is more soft and gentle in my nature and in my personality because it's it's not something that comes natural for me. And um, I think it's a beautiful thing in a woman. And it doesn't mean that you're weak and you're, um, you don't stand up for yourself or whatever. It just means you can be soft and gentle, even in, but in the firmness mm-hmm. of things. Yeah. And so I think that is beautiful. And also, uh, I think that you cause me to dig deeper into the word uh, just by things you share with me that you've learned from your groups you're in or your friends or when you were on your mission trip or um, from school uh, that you've learned in your classes. Um, it just causes me to dig deeper uh, into the word, into learning. Mm-hmm. And and I will say this just popped in my head. I mean, you were one of the ones that really pushed me along with the Lord. He, he was really just trying to kick me hard before I finally started my women's group that I hold every month, the table. You just kept going, mom, just do it. Just start it. Do something. Open up, open up our home and and let women in. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to know what you're doing. And in my mind, I'm like, yes, I do. My house has to be clean and perfect and I have to do this (laughs) and that. And between her and the Lord, it was like, you know what? It is. It's time for me to get it started. And I have my one-year anniversary uh, this month of starting uh, the table last year. Shout out. That's right. Shout out to the table. Uh, But that was something that you helped encourage me to do. Mm -hmm. It was just like welcome people into our home and about hospitality Mm -hmm. because it's something I love doing, but I don't always open my doors to do it. And now that I've done it, I feel like I'm, I'm... I'm trying to start every group and open up everything now because mm-hmm. I love it. And yeah, you're so good. Uh, at it. It's just, it's, it's my passion. And I love now that women have been telling me that I'm a connector, that they can just see I love to connect women. And that is totally a gift from God that um, I finally, I finally did what he's been pushing me to do for a long time, along with your encouragement in that. So mm-hmm. soft, gentle. In getting me in the word more in hospitality, I think, are things I've that you've taught me. And I mean, that's pretty heavy for a 20 year old, you know, you'll be 21 in May. But I, I can assure you, those things would not have been said about me when I was 20 <laughs> at all. Um, so it is, don't take that lightly. It is a beautiful thing. Um, so did you have anything you wanted to add to that? That was so good. Um, I think hospitality is something that we both share a passion for, but sometimes don't know how to live it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I think it's been really cool for us to encourage each other 
in different things um because even you've encouraged me it's like i'm encouraging you to do this hard thing and then you're like well you can do it too and yeah um it's just been really cool to like share that passion but do it in different ways and different seasons of life um that's been really really beautiful to experience um and then also i was just going to say like all of the glory to the Lord for like everything in my life. Um, thank you so much for your words. Um, but yeah, he gets all the glory. I wouldn't yeah. be where I am without him at 20. Um, and I still have a long way to go and continually learn from you constantly. Well, we're, con we're all continual works in progress. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's never ending. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, I know both of us, our heart is always for people to just tr truly know that none of this is done on our own. We mm -hmm. could never do this on our own without our faith in in Jesus Christ. And yeah, um, and yeah. something that I've learned um, recently in the past um, year or two is just that like the Lord teaches you a lot through the people He places in your life, and that can include your parents and your siblings and your family and your friends and so many different people. Um, everyone has something to offer and it's really beautiful to learn. So um, an encouragement to like with this question for mothers and daughters, just learn from each other mm -hmm. and teach each other and uh, approach your relationship with each other with a teachable heart, um, willing to learn and grow with each other and from each other. Yeah, and that goes along with the your age is not your cage saying because we can learn from each other. So that that's my encouragement to the mothers out there is, is to allow your daughters and sons. This isn't doesn't just have to be daughters, but allow them no matter their age to be able to also share and speak wisdom into you because they do have so much and you can learn a lot from them about their generation today um technology for sure they <laughs> they definitely help me with my technology skills but um there's a lot to be gleaned from the younger generation and then you know i encourage the the daughters um out there to to um not just brush off something that your parents say but to really listen and take it to mm -hmm. heart because one day i promise you when you're going <gasps> I sound like my mother. It does happen, doesn't it? <laughs> oh my gosh, we're like the same person. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. So that saying, you know, where you're like, I am never going to be yeah. like my mother. Well, guess what? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, you know, some ways good. There's probably a few not so good things in there either. Um, yeah. But, um, okay. <laughs> so let's move on to another question. Um, I'm going to, after, since we just came off to, off of that, it's what is a lesson of motherhood that your mom wished she learned sooner? And, um, there are way too many to count on what lesson I wish I'd learned sooner. Um, because there are so, so many, but, you know, I learned from the mistakes I did make. There's, I never try to hold on to regret, any regret or guilt or shame that I feel over any mistakes we made. I give them to the Lord because, and I encourage you to do the same because the enemy can really come in and hold those over you on the things that, that you did wrong. And then we tend not to look at the, the things that, you know, were good. And so 
I think for me, some of my biggest things, and it kind of goes back to even more when they were infants, especially my son, but I was so, I, I was not giving it to God. I was so over controlling, trying to control every situation from, you know, sleep to, um, making sure they're safe or whatever it was just so uptight and, and not in the moment because I was, I was so nervous and uptight and worried and, um, I didn't have that peace. And I can say for, I watching a couple of my younger friends that have babies now, I'm just so proud of them for, um, just what I've seen in them as a mom and just enjoying the moments, being present and knowing that this season does move forward. It can be so hard in some of the seasons of infants and toddlers and, um, and each season is a different hard. And just like now with adult children, it's different. You never quit worrying about your kids, but it's a different hard. It's worrying about big issues with adult children and worrying for them, but always, always giving it back to God. And I didn't, I didn't so much do that then until we started getting, you know, the kids started getting a little more up in their, in their years, but as infants and toddlers, and, um, I feel like there's a lot I missed. I would let, um, an impatience take over and get short with them or, um, angrier than I should have over something. And it's like, gosh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't worth it. But I, I think also it was me being too frazzled to um, putting too many things in. I see a lot of uh, new moms still feeling like, oh, I've got to be really mother of the year and superwoman. Um, and I can still do all these things and volunteer and have one kid at the school <laughs> over here and another at this school across town. And uh, we lived in the car and we... Um, it wasn't much fun. You know, there was a lot of it that wasn't. And when I look back, I'm like, if I would have just let some of those things go and not tried to think I had to be super mom, mm -hmm. that I could just enjoy the season and the moments I was in. And there would be time down the road to do all those other things, you know? So I'd say, take a look at what you're doing. Uh, if you're a young mom and just know you can let go that there's going to be a season for you to chase after that dream or that job or whatever. But right now, God's called you to be right there, um, raising your children up in the Lord and showing them fun and laughter and outdoors. Um, get your kids outdoors. Mine grew up outside for the most part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> it, oh, just the memories. I'm so thankful for our upbringing in the outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> it, it got us to be really creative. It, you did. <laughs> and, and they did a lot of outdoor creative things. And uh, there wasn't as much technology then as there was now, but there was some. But we were very limited on what you did as far as TV or back then it became the what were they? The DSs. And oh, yeah. The DS. Then it became like iPods uh -huh. and um, and the then the Wii Nana. came out. So there were certain things, but we always still read. They were always outside. And I think it's so important. And I couldn't encourage you any more than to teach your kids to get 
outside and outdoors and 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 you with them go do things with them and be present in those moments because that would be one of the lessons i would say i would learn is just to be more present and don't worry about all the other stuff or um, let those go that time will come i mean you look at me now i'm 59 years old and i'm pursuing my dreams and passions and goals and trying new things. So it's never too late. Yeah. So that's, so that's what I got in that lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What are, um, let's see, what do I want to go to next? There's, there's just so many good ones. <laughs> yeah. You'll have some good ones. I know. They're there's fun. some really good ones. Let's, let's go to what keeps communication and relationship open and enjoyable during the teen years and just in general, mm-hmm. just overall, what, what would you attribute? Yeah. Okay. So, um, this has not always been perfect with us. Please do not think that we have this perfect mother daughter. Yeah, absolutely. It's only perfect on my side. Right, right, right. She's striving. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I definitely went through a rebellious phase. Um, yeah, it was fun, but it wasn't. (laughs) And for her, it's, it's, you know, for her, it was it was rebellious. In my eyes, it was nothing compared to <laughs> myself as as a young girl and teen. Uh-huh. But still, it was very. Some of the things were very out of character. Yeah, I would say like, and this is like focusing on teen years right now because yeah. there is that stereotypical like teen daughter, mom, butting heads, fighting all the time. Like you hear about that and. Um, I feel like this was like that phase for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we never like our relationship has always been good mm-hmm. um, and sweet. But we I mean, like I said, it's not it's it hasn't always been perfect. And um, I feel like that time of my life was definitely our stereotypical butting heads because we also are a lot alike. Yeah. What was and, that like 15? Um, yeah, I'd probably say around 15. Yeah, because you weren't driving. Yeah. Yeah. No, which was an issue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, so misunderstood. Yes. Oh, <laughs> no yes. one understood me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I definitely went through a rebellious phase, um, as I would call it. I just really wasn't um, seeking the Lord in a lot of areas. And um, I, yeah, was just a struggling teenager. Like we all walk through at some point. Um, and when it comes to communication and everything, um, yeah, just wanting to preface that, that we have had to learn as we go and it hasn't always been um, perfect. But one of the biggest things that both my parents told me that made such a huge impact on me was that um, they will always trust me unless I give them a reason not to trust me. Um, instead of projecting things that my mom did when she was 15, 16, however old, um, and, you know, not trusting me at all, um, it it sounds kind of weird, but she allowed me to make mistakes and she allowed me to mess up. And, um, she, she told me she trusted me and, um, yeah, I don't know if you have anything to say about that. Well, yeah, I mean, for sure, because. I think it's important that we don't just because the things that we did as parents in our our middle school teens, 20s, whatever ages, 
that we don't project that on our kids that they're going to do the same thing and mm-hmm. make the same mistakes and then just automatically have this distrust for them. Uh, my husband and I were just determined because we we both um, didn't make a lot of good choices. We did have rebellious um, childhood years. We had a lot in our lives that that um, we did not want our kids to walk the same paths or or do the same things we did. And we could have easily put that on y'all and um, just, you know, really micromanaged you. And we just were determined that we weren't going to. And um, I don't know, that always just felt so good not to not to be just hovering over you guys all the time. Mm-hmm. So when when, you know, when one of the times that and honestly, when Mary Grace, when we do talk about, you know, stuff that she did in the past, you know, <laughs> now understanding there may be things she didn't tell me about and well we might know one day and yeah you listeners may have to hear that one day but I mean she's always been open and honest and so the time when she was not um which she still declares to this day that that she didn't lie and she wasn't dishonest however whatever you want to call it skated around the truth um it it yeah she she was not honest and and she was she was busted cold busted I was busted <laughs> yeah she was busted but we will argue about this into eternity <laughs> yes we will <laughs> and but we know who's right um uh-huh. so anyway it was one of the really one of the only times yeah i mean like, you might have had little things taken away here it was and there. a bunch of small things yeah but that was like a big this like, one i got grounded she got grounded never been grounded i spent most <laughs> of my teen years grounded and she was grounded took away her phone i mean it was serious for her devastated okay, but you also, i couldn't hang out with my friends yeah like devastated her world yeah um but sad. you know in that we had told her um, you know, and reminded her that she broke our trust and that, you know, when trust is broken, it has to be earned and she was going to have to earn that trust back. And, um, I will say that, you know, she did that. And I think it's pretty incredible if you're almost 21 and you really can only come up with one huge incident, um, you know, other than the minor things, um, I think that's that's pretty incredible. <laughs> I think, yeah, and for like the trust thing, um, I I think that it was a really just sweet way to walk in like, hey, look, we trust you, but if you give us a reason not to trust you, we're not going to trust you. Like yeah. that's the way the world works. Like, you know, yeah. um, and that was really cool to be treated that way. I felt very respected of like, Hey, like we, you haven't given us any reason not to trust you right now. So we trust you. Yeah. And, um, it really created a space of, you know, um, feeling like I could come to you guys about a lot of things. And, um, yeah, I I had a lot of friends that really struggled with their parents and the strictness and not feeling like they could tell their parents anything without um, without being grounded, without getting in trouble, and um, that I was always so thankful for you guys, even in my 
quote, rebellious <laughs> era. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I was always really, really thankful for that because when you think about it, like that's like the heart of the Lord, like that's, um, his heart. He doesn't want us to run from him and, um, hide from him. And, um, that's what Adam and Eve did right after sinning. They, they hid from him and he was like, why are you hiding? Like, like come out. And, um, I think it's just been really beautiful to have parents that exemplify like that heart of the Lord of, you know, um, come to me with your mistakes, come to me when you've messed up, like, come, like, I want to help you. I want to teach you. Like, I, I don't want to, you know, of course there are consequences for your actions and discipline is loving. Um, but it was really sweet to have parents that were like, Hey, like, you know, the trust thing, but then also like, come to us. Like we want to, we want to teach you yeah. um, how to live, how to walk in freedom, how to, you know, if you have questions on things, like ask us, like, if you want to learn how to, I don't know, small things like drinking responsibly and things like that, that a lot of people really shy away from. You guys were really good about saying like, Hey, look, we're going to teach you how to do this and walk in this way, um, in a way that glorifies the Lord. And, um, that was really, really well, special. And I think, you know, what I would want parents to know is that you want your kids to always know they can come to you, even if they mess up, that they are not going to be shamed or um, uh, what condemned, whatever it is, um, that they can come to you, even if they've made a mistake or, or, or say they are at a friend's house and all of a sudden there's drinking and they tried it, that they can still come to you and say, hey, um, this is what happened and I know it wasn't right. And for you to be able to handle it in a manner that doesn't condemn and, and guilt them and shame them, but shows them that it was wrong and there's consequences, but that you love them and... Um, that you are there for them, I think mm -hmm. is, is so important. And I think that trust also goes even further into as you're growing up, you and I have talked about this is the trust in, in trusting you to make decisions mm -hmm. on your own, the maturity to make decisions. And if you don't do them right, it, you know, you're going to learn from it. Mm -hmm. And we did that with just, we didn't hover over watching your studies or your grades mm -hmm. or um, up at college, picking your classes or whatever it is. It's, we have fully given you to the Lord and the trust in your decisions that you're going to make good ones. And if you don't, you will learn from them and um, you will be able to do life on your own without mm -hmm. always having to come to us. And mm -hmm. I think that's been another big area yeah, of trust. Yeah, that has been a big area. And I think that goes with the whole, like, part of the question that's more in general, not just, like, as a teenager. Yeah. Um, of just, you know, it's really cool to see how our relationship as I've been getting older and just the way as I enter college and as I've taken a gap year and done all of that, you know, if there is a moment that I've made a mistake or um, feel like I've messed up on something, you were never like, well, like you made that decision, like own it now. Like you like, yeah, it, there was, 
you know I told you so there, yeah there was never that yeah that kind of heart with it either it it wasn't like well you know we're gonna let her make her own decisions so it's not on us like it was yeah. never in that way no it was from a heart posture of like again just that loving parent of like I'm I'm gonna allow you to seek the Lord and um make the decisions that he is putting on your heart because he knows best and um that really taught me a lot of realizing that the lord's authority is above all authority um and seeing the way that you guys walked in that as well um but then also if the decision does lead to some challenges you were there to walk me through it like the amount of times that i had um phone calls with you and i was overseas of like mom this is really hard like i don't know what to do like you know, should I go home? Like all this stuff. And, and you were there to point me back to the Lord and encourage me and walk me through that. So, um, I think that that's really good for just communication and relationship to, um, point your kids to truth and what's, what is good and what is right and, um, be there for them when things get challenging. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Well, since we're on that subject, let's go into the question of, cause it, it, a lot of that may still tie in is what advice do you give for future mother-daughter relationships to be as close as yours? Mm-hmm. You got it. Go first. Whose podcast is this? Oh, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Okay, I'll go. Okay, hey, how about if you go? Okay, so um, I would say for this, um, one of my biggest things with you is you have seen me in my ugliest moments like my ugliest the face she's making right now is <laughs> i know too bad we're not on video <laughs> oh my goodness um but it's so true like she has yeah she's walked through a lot of really hard seasons with me and has seen me in my ugliest and she has still loved me like this woman is my biggest fan yes and my biggest cheerleader and um i sometimes have no idea why (laughs) um and so i think that that is one thing like advice um for from just a daughter's perspective to a mother of just you know you're gonna see your daughter in some really really not cute moments um and some really hard things and there's just something so beautiful about a mother again i think mothers just show the heart of the Lord in such a beautiful, unique way. Um, and just the way that they love so well and continue to pour out selflessly um, is really, really sweet. Um, and then another thing is just to have fun and laugh. Like yeah. you filled our house with so much music and dancing <laughs> and fun and laughter and goofy. Like yeah, I was going to say I, goofy is the word. Oh my gosh, like so goofy yeah. and just like, <laughs> hysterically laughing at things and yeah just so much fun yeah some inappropriate like <laughs> i would hear a lot of mother yeah what are you thinking <laughs> what are you doing but uh-huh. i don't know i i feel like you have to keep laughter and joy in the house and um i don't know it just it feels good when you do that you know yeah like that was so um 
I mean, this isn't really your personality anyways, but there wasn't a lot of like proper like <laughs> um, structure. Like yeah. this is how we like, I don't know. I'm not like, very proper. <laughs> it was very, yeah, like very um, loose and fun. And um, I think that was another thing that just made our household like so fun and like car rides with you. Like even from when we were little, like the songs you would sing to us in the car and like, yeah. It, I just remember like growing up, like laughing with her and yeah. Um, you're just hilarious. And I think I am. <laughs> and you think you're I mean, hilarious. I think I am hilarious, and not everyone always does, but yeah. Um, I I think I am. Mm -hmm. So that's most important. Um, I think in that um, keeping us as close. I think we've covered so much of what that already is. Yeah. Is is just open talking, mm -hmm. um, being open to hearing things maybe you don't want to hear. I mean, mm -hmm. there's times she's made me mad <laughs> and there's times she said things I don't want to hear or yeah. called me out on something maybe that she saw me doing or how I treated someone. And in my mind, I may be thinking, you little rotten 17-year-old, who are you to tell me? <laughs> Which is probably true what, like 99% of the time. <laughs> what I'm doing or saying, but then it would hit a chord of, uh, no, you were doing what she's saying. And so that's, that's why I encourage you again, you may not like in the moment what one of your kids are telling you, but then dig deep and, and ask the Lord, hey, is this something that that you're seeing in me too. This is something that mm -hmm. I need to work on uh, because it, you know, I know that that has happened for us and I, I, there is no big magic answer to that. I think I was always determined that, um, you know, I was going to be the best mom I could be without over what's the word I want to say, like smothering, um, over smothering because I'm still, I'm still your mom, but I'm your friend. Mm -hmm. But, but we always knew, well, first and foremost, I'm going to be your mom mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, you making a decision or whatever it is, but it was open. It was trustworthy. It was fun laughing. Um, and, um, and then I would say probably the most important in that, I mean, we pray together. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's very important to mention, um, praying over the, the situations that you're yeah. in, praying in them together and sharing in that together. Because I, that's, I mean, that's huge. Yeah. I think that's what got us through, um, you know, many things. Because again, we are so much alike that of course mm -hmm. you're naturally going to butt heads mm -hmm. with someone that's like you. Mm -hmm. um and so yeah yeah sometimes we're kind of like sister vibes yeah like we've both <laughs> never had sisters yeah but like yeah. <laughs> i sometimes i feel like we can bicker like sisters yeah. yeah and then you know as as you get older i mean even both of us you recognize it quicker going okay i'm being a little grumpy or i'm being a little edgy or she is you know <laughs> but I will let that go this time yeah you know and so I think that is the beauty of when when you get into the adult relationship with your kids and I will always call my kids I mean even though she is a grown young woman I mean she's she's always my kid I'm still a kid um yeah she's still <laughs> a kid um it's um 
the adult relationships. So if you're struggling in any of your middle school teen years with your kids, hang in there uh, because you know there were rough patches with with her and my son. Uh, but give it to God. Keep praying for him and for yourself and how you can, you know, be a better parent and just know that there are things that turn around that that they do get through puberty and you do survive um, and different issues. Um, and adult relationships with your kids is really a sweet new experience um, and one that you can look forward to. 